Hello. Before we start today's episode, if you would like a condensed version of what I'm talking about in this podcast, go ahead and subscribe to The Perfectionist Guide. You can read the entire thing in three minutes or less. To access this, go to CourtneyLoveGavin.com slash newsletter. Are you a bit of a perfectionist, type A, hyper performer? Then you know that having the audacity to see an ideal and bring it into reality while breaking generational habits of hustle can be tough, but it doesn't have to be. If you are ready to burn bright instead of burning out, to lead without losing yourself, and to enjoy the life you have worked so hard to create, then keep listening. I'm your host, America's leader on rewiring perfectionism, CLG, and this is Perfectionism Rewired, the podcast. Welcome to Perfectionism Rewired, episode 15. Today, we're talking about being proactive, taking charge of your life and career, and we're going to be talking about what this looks like in your daily life. Implementing this in my life has cut my anxiety by 15%. 50%. It has helped end my procrastination, the spinning I have in my head, the what ifs. Being proactive will help you with your results, your relationships. I think that being proactive is the coconut oil of your life. I say coconut oil because I'm thinking of something that can be used that is multi-purpose. So let's start with being reactive. Maybe you are being reactive by waiting for people to come to you before you do things or responding to texts or emails as soon as you get them. Now, you're being reactive instead of proactive because you think that it works, but you actually get far less done than what you are capable of. I see this all the time. And the reason why it's not your fault, it's because our brains are programmed to be reactive. We love being reactive. We want to be reactive because it saves so much energy. Like you don't have to do anything uncomfortable right now if you're being reactive, if you're just waiting for other people, like that's their problem. And our sneaky brains are always looking for what's best right now. And that's something that hurts us in the long run. Way too many people I know are spending hours each week reacting to emails that have nothing to do with what they're actually trying to achieve. It's not moving them forward to what they want in any way. and they are wasting so much time, but they're doing it because they feel like they have to do it. Don't even get me started on the alerts on your phone. Okay. Anyone who knows me knows that I have no alerts on my phone whatsoever, other than alarms for when I need to pick up Chandler or move my car. Our brain is already on alert. So any notification, sounds, lights, any notification, we are always looking for signs of that potential danger. If you keep your phone alerts on all the time, you are in reaction mode all the time. When we rely on being reactive, we are relying on our fight or flight response. And we are thinking very short term. We're not considering the consequences or anticipating what may happen. We are living in the habits from our past and we're not moving forward and becoming who we want to be. Our brains think that by delaying conversations or avoiding, it's helping you, but it is literally draining you. Living in the land of reactive is 
feeding your perfectionist tendencies and it ignites your anxiety. This is why you are always tired and overwhelmed because you are constantly having to like make decisions and you are putting all of your brain power towards answering this text, answering this email, getting back to this Facebook comment instead of making powerful decisions ahead of time. And all of these small decisions, they add up. Think about the amount of time you spend spinning an indecision about what it is that you want to eat, what you should or shouldn't eat, what you should or shouldn't buy, or what minuscule messages each and every day that you are reading and consuming and reacting to, or stopping what you are doing to reply to a text or an email or answer a phone call when you're in the middle of working out. You want to get out of that? I have three easy ways that you can start being a proactive person who is owning it in their life. Number one, make decisions ahead of time. Number two, stick to them. Number three, say no to distractions. What are they again, CLG? Make decisions ahead of time, stick to them, and just say no to distractions. Now, this sounds super simple because it is, but simple doesn't mean easy because doing those three things goes against how our brains are wired and what it is that you have been doing and how other people are used to interacting with you. It is so tempting to reply right away to a text or to an email, like, I'll just handle this right now. I'll just do this right now. Now, the way that I look at it is it's like having a feral toddler. Like you can take the toddler to Home Depot. Yes. Now the toddler might scream the entire time. The toddler might try to jump out of the cart, but you can do it. You guys can go to Home Depot together. It will be challenging at first because like in the moment stuff will come up. Now the trick is to sit with the uncomfortable feeling and to do what you told yourself you are going to do. By sitting with the uncomfortable feeling and doing what you say you're going to do, this is how you begin to build self-trust. And I recommend that you start off simple and small, like pick one goal, make one decision towards that goal ahead of time and keep it simple. So like if your goal is to find a, a job right now, let's say like you are out of work or you run a job that you hate, like put an hour on your calendar to look for jobs or to reach out to your contacts on LinkedIn, whatever like activity that you want to do. Now, when the time comes, I will bet you a hundred dollars that your brain is going to want to resist it. And it's going to be like, Oh, but I need to do the laundry. I, I need, I need to cook dinner. Like there's going to be all of these reasons to not do what you said that you were going to do. Like in the moment, your brain does not want to be proactive. It wants to be reactive. It's going to say, let's not look for a job until we absolutely have to, or let's not look for a job until we're actually fired. We think we might get fired soon, but we're actually not. Now, what you want to do is you can resist what your brain is telling you. I'm telling you, just like you can take the toddler to Home Depot, you can physically sit at your laptop and do the job seeking for an hour and not get distracted and not get interrupted. Now, one thing that I know that comes up a lot in terms of being proactive versus reactive is that while you are doing what you said you were going to do, all of these other ideas like will come up. 
At least it does for me. The way that I counteract this, I have a really big blank notebook that I have a thought lot in for each day. And it's a parking lot where I write down any urge that comes up. Or if there is an idea that I have or something that I want to do that I think will be super quick, but it is not what I planned to do during that time. Truth Booth, while writing and recording this podcast, I had five ideas that came up. I thought I need to text this person back. Ooh, let's look up this recipe. Let's make sure that we get more pumpkins. All of that went into the thought lot. Let me give you another example. One of my clients is working on spending less time on social media and her brain tells her all day long that she needs to go on Facebook. Now, unless she has Alex Mack, like superpowers to open Facebook with her mind. In order to actually go on Facebook, she has to pick up her phone, open up Facebook, and start the scroll. Now, her brain tells her, you must go on Facebook. But guess what? She's not scrolling these days. And the first time you do this, you go against what your brain is telling you. You have these urges to do something and you don't do it. It is so empowering. Same with answering an email. You decide ahead of time. You are proactive versus reactive. You designate email time that works for your life. When I was in PR and I was expected to be on all the time, everything was you know run through email. I designated 10 minutes of every hour to checking email. And just doing that gave me so much more peace and I got way more stuff done. And if there was ever anything super urgent or on fire, I would know about it because someone would slack me, they would call my desk phone or they would be knocking on the door of my office. And I would also be getting back to people in under an hour. So it wasn't as though they were waiting, like hours would go by and it would miss an opportunity. Our brain likes to tell us everything is going to go by the wayside if we don't respond right away. But the truth is, is that everything is fine. Also, people got used to knowing that when they emailed me, that that doesn't mean that I was going to respond right away and that that was okay. Again, you teach people how to treat you. Now, I know what you're thinking. This is so simple. Why can't I just do it? But it all comes down to training your brain. And this is what I do with my clients. Training their brain, working with me, is like a gym for your mind. We get to work, we work it out, and you get lean, luscious, and strong. Start by picking one thing and do it well. Be proactive and be consistent. Maybe if you turn the alerts off of the text messages on your phone and you designate times during your working hours that you check your phone. Or if you're at home and you want to be more present with your children or your pets, you decide ahead of time when you check your phone. 99.99% of the things that you think can't wait, can wait. And doing less at the same time is the answer to having more. The best part about being proactive in one area of your life is that you show up in that way in other areas effortlessly. The more attention you give to what you want to be doing, the more you will continue to do that. This is where the magic happens because how we do one thing is how we do everything. And once you see the positive change in one area of your life, you will begin applying it in other places. 
you're nodding your head yes, listen closely because I might have the solution you've been searching for. My Perfectionism Rewired Accelerator, a six-week, highly individualized, one-on-one coaching experience designed exclusively for perfectionists like you. Your perfectionism is actually your greatest asset and leveraging it can be hard work or take years of guesswork. That's why in Perfectionism Rewired Accelerator, I give you my key frameworks to taking charge of your Ferrari drive, proven to work even for the most type A, high-strung, stubborn perfectionists. In the first 30 days, you will cut your burnout in half, increase your professional fulfillment by at least 150%, and your self-compassion will go up at least 250%, and that is just your first 30 days. So if you want to save yourself years of trial and error, go to CourtneyLoveGavin.com slash accelerator today. Or if you want to take the easy way, just click the link in the show notes to check out the Perfectionism Rewired Accelerator.